Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? For today's video, I'm going to be doing another player versus player comparison. And today it's going to be DeAndre Swift versus J.K. Dobbins. So I'm going to break down their current ADP, their 2019 season, 2020 season, their 2021 outlook, and then which guy I prefer drafting. And this isn't for me to tell you guys, you know, who you should be picking. This is just so I present all the information and just kind of give my opinion on which guy I'm going to be targeting over the other one. But let's get right into it. So I'm going to start off with their current ADP. And right now, DeAndre Swift is being drafted as the RB16 and J.K. Dobbins is going as the RB17. So they're going right after each other in terms of running backs off the board. And they're being drafted very close together, you know, in overall rankings as well. They're both mid third round picks. So they're both going in that same range. Both of these guys were rookies last year. So their 2019 seasons were in college. So DeAndre Swift was playing in his junior year at Georgia, where he rushed for 1,218 yards, caught 24 passes for 216 yards, and scored eight total touchdowns. And then he was picked in the second round, 35th overall pick by the Detroit Lions. And J.K. Dobbins was playing in his junior year at Ohio State put up insane numbers, rushed for 2,003 yards, caught 23 passes for 247 receiving yards, and scored 23 total touchdowns, and that led to him being picked in the second round, 55th overall to the Ravens. So in their rookie seasons in the NFL, DeAndre Swift finished as the running back 19 in points per game using half-point PPR scoring, and J.K. Dobbins finished as the RB29 in points per game, in 13 games, Swift rushed for 521 yards on 114 carries and then caught 46 passes on 57 targets for 350 receiving yards and then he had 10 total touchdowns. And Swift was clearly the top running back in that backfield, but it took the Lions a while to really give him that alpha workload. Adrian Peterson led the team in carries, but you know when the Lions went out and announced that Swift was going to be the starter, Peterson basically came out and said that he should have been the number one a lot sooner. So, you know, even Adrian Peterson thought that DeAndre Swift should have been the guy earlier. From weeks one through eight, Swift only averaged 5.9 carries per game, and he only received double-digit carries once in that stretch. And when he did get that opportunity, in 14 carries, he rushed for 116 yards and two touchdowns. So he obviously made the most of his opportunities. He just wasn't getting a ton of work. But then from week 19 to week 17, he didn't play in all those games, but just from that stretch, he averaged 12.2 carries a game and 4.7 targets, so a definite increase in his volume. And that's not even a huge workload for a starting running back, but I think he did have some really underrated efficiency, and that work in the receiving game definitely helped him out. For J.K. Dobbins, in 15 games, he rushed for 805 yards and 6 touchdowns on 134 carries, and he also caught 18 passes on 24 targets for 120 receiving yards. And the Ravens started the season using Gus Edwards and Mark Ingram as their RB1 and RB2. They like to have two running backs heavily involved, as well as Lamar Jackson in the run game. But then J.K. Dobbins started getting starter carries in week eight, and they basically stopped using Mark Ingram. It was just J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. And so in the last nine games of the season, Dobbins averaged 12.1 carries per game, and he basically had no involvement in the receiving game, but I think he kind of made up for it with his touchdown scoring and just overall efficiency on the ground. He averaged six yards a carry, 
which I mean is crazy solid for a running back. You know, anywhere in the fours is pretty nice. So all the way up at six is super impressive. And that obviously has to do a lot with Lamar Jackson. They run a lot of those read option looks. So the defense has to respect Lamar as a runner. So it does open some things up for Dobbins. So, you know, he may not need as many attempts as some of these other workhorse running backs to produce some solid numbers. When I'm looking at these players 2021 outlook for DeAndre Swift, I really have no idea how to project his stats because I know he has the skills to put up RB1 numbers. You know, if you put him in a different offense where the coach is going to 100% use him as the workhorse, he could easily be a mid-tier RB1 in my opinion, but we really just don't know how he's going to be used with this new coaching staff. And they also signed Jamal Williams, who is a very capable backup running back. But I also think this team is lacking weapons. I've talked about this in a lot of videos. It's why I like some of those Detroit wide receivers, Amon Ross St. Brown, Perriman, Terrell Williams. It's because they have so many vacated targets. No more Galladay, no more Marvin Jones, no more Danny Amendola. And so they really just need to give someone the ball. And I think DeAndre Swift is definitely one of their top weapons. I think it's going to be him and TJ Hawkinson touching the ball a lot. And so I do think he just has to improve on his opportunities from 2020. And so if I had to guess his stats, it would be somewhere around like 1,600 scrimmage yards, somewhere around 10 touchdowns, and probably in the 60 reception range. But that's kind of a shot in the dark because he could easily outperform that. And I could also see him underperforming. But that's just what I'm thinking right now. For J.K. Dobbins, I'm expecting a solid running back two finish for him. And in terms of his stats, somewhere around 1,250 rushing yards and double-digit touchdowns, probably not a lot of work in the receiving game. The Ravens do like to use those two running backs consistently, like I mentioned earlier. So it's going to be Dobbins and Edwards. They did re-sign Gus Edwards, so he's going to be there for the next couple of years. But of those two, Dobbins is definitely the number one option out of that backfield. You know, he may get a couple more targets but I wouldn't bet on a huge jump for him. I know they've kind of talked about how they want to get him a little bit more involved, but I feel like that's kind of just coach speak early in the off season. You know, yeah, they'd love to get him involved, but it just doesn't really fit in their offense. They've never really targeted their running backs a ton. And so I don't really see why it's going to change a lot this year. All right. So if I had to choose between drafting DeAndre Swift or JK Dobbins, I think I have to break it up into each different kind of type of fantasy scoring. So in standard scoring, no points per reception. I would definitely be leaning Dobbins just because he is so efficient on the ground and he's going to have a lot of touchdown upside and he really does not rely on work in the receiving game for basically any of his points. So he produces basically entirely on the ground, which makes him much more valuable in standard scoring leagues than half point PPR or PPR scoring. So standard, definitely leaning JK Dobbins. And then in PPR scoring, I'm easily leaning towards DeAndre Swift. He's going to have a significantly larger role in the receiving game than J.K. Dobbins is. I honestly think DeAndre Swift is going to have like a 40 reception cushion between him and J.K. Dobbins. So if you know Swift is getting somewhere around 60, 65 catches, I think Dobbins is going to be around like 20 catches. So there's going to be a huge difference in terms of the receiving work. And so that's definitely why I'm leaning DeAndre Swift in PPR. But the real question is really half point PPR in terms of is it DeAndre Swift or is it J.K. Dobbins? And I just think I'm going to be riding with Swift for half point PPR. I just think he has the higher ceiling than J.K. Dobbins because of that receiving work I mentioned. And I also think he's just a more safe option than people believe. I'm not saying he's safer than Dobbins, but I do think people kind of view Swift 
as a very risky pick, but if you look at what he did last year, he was able to finish as the RB19 while operating as the backup running back for like half the season on a bad Lions offense. So he can really only improve from that. There's no way he's going to get less opportunity than he did last year. And so I'm going to have to go with DeAndre Swift for half point PPR. All right, that is going to wrap it up for today's video. Thank you guys so much for stopping by and watching. If you guys enjoyed the content, please just make sure you leave a like and subscribe to the channel. I would really appreciate it and it would help me out a lot. And then also let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Are you guys going to be drafting DeAndre Swift or J.K. Dobbins? I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. But that's all I have for today. Thank you guys again, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.